Kavshvat Tzadik, His Life, 188.62. The Rebbe started the story, The Master of Prayer, story number 12, after a remark he had made to Rabbi Yosef, the cantor of Breslov. The cantor was there together with some of the other Rebbe's followers. The cantor's captain was torn. The Rebbe said, Aren't you a prayer leader? All the blessings are drawn down through prayer. Why don't you have a decent caftan? The Rebbe went on to say that something similar had once taken place involving a prayer leader and told the entire story of the master of prayer. At the beginning, we did not realize he was telling one of the stories. We assumed he was talking about an ordinary incident. Only when he got into the story did we understand the awesomeness of what he was telling us and that it was one of the stories from the ancient years. 189.63 The account of the beginning of the story, The Seven Beggars, in Rabbi Nachman's Wisdom, 149, I will tell you how people once used to rejoice. I understand that the Rebbe prefixed this by saying, What do you know about how to rejoice when you're in such a depressed state? I will tell you about how people once used to rejoice. The Rebbe explicitly said that the stories were completely original and should be told in public. Someone should get up in the synagogue and tell one of them. He said they are on the most sublime level. Editor's note. I heard from Rebbe Naftali that after the Rebbe told the story of the seven beggars, he spoke emphatically about how great it was and said it would be quite proper to travel to Brody, go into the synagogue, and tell the attendant to call everyone to hear the sermon. They should bang on the table for silence, as they do before a sermon, and then tell them this story. 190.64 Emendation to the account of the telling of the seven beggars in Rabbi Nachman's Wisdom, 149.151 After the words, I cannot put their awesome significance into words, insert, that Sunday afternoon, we were standing around him listening to him speak. In the course of the conversation, he made a comment about a particular group, which led to a conversation about broad shoulders. From this, he was led on to ask, where we were in the story. We told him we had finished the fourth day, and he then told us the story of the fifth day in a mood of joy. His Wisdom, 62 Human thought has tremendous potential. Thought can bring about many things, even inflation. When thought is intensely concentrated, it can exert great influence. Every faculty of the mind, both conscious and unconscious, down to the innermost point, must be focused without distraction. When many people do this, their thoughts can actually force something to take place. To accomplish this, the concentrated thought must spell out every step of the desired result in detail. However, a diffused, generalized thought is like an incomplete vessel. Such an incomplete mental vessel can lead one to error. This is what happened to Nivat, who saw fire emerging from his member and thought he would be king. You can also make use of this in your studies. You can focus on something so strongly that it comes true. For example, you can concentrate on completing the four sections of the Shulchan Aruch. You can calculate that if you study five pages each day, you will finish all four sections in a single year. Picture in your mind exactly how you will go about this. Concentrate so strongly that you are completely focused on this thought. If your desire is so strong 
and your concentration intense enough, you will succeed. The same strategy can be applied to other studies, such as the Tanakh, the Talmud and its major commentaries, the Rif and the Rosh, as well as the Arba Turim. The Rebbe said that the Talmud alludes to this concept when it states that thought helps even for the study of Torah. Rashi might interpret the Talmudic passage differently, but the Rebbe's explanation is also certainly true. The Rebbe did not elaborate further, but both are the living words of God. Fear of God A. Attending to the needs of the tzaddikim brings one to fear God. The inverse is also true. Not assisting the tzaddikim diminishes one's fear. Humility leads to the fear of sin. Reward for the fear of God lasts a thousand generations. A person who leaves neither a son nor a student is said to be lacking in the fear of God. Wearing a head covering leads to the fear of God. When people bless each other by saying, May you be like so and so, clearly that individual fears God. One who is God-fearing is able to break another person's haughtiness. He draws the divine presence into the world. One's fear of God brings him humility, and no one can lure him away from God. The Holy One performs miracles for a person who always cleaves to the fear of God. Likute Moiron 1, Lesson 38, 9 Therefore our sages of blessed memory said, One who commits a sin and is ashamed of it is forgiven at once. For sin introduces a spirit of foolishness into a person, and when he experiences shame, his mental faculties return to him. As it is written, Then you will understand fear of God. And fear is equivalent to shame. Shame is the essence of repentance through which a person merits the light of the tefillin, which is the shining of the skin of the face. Conversely, when a person is brazen, you can be certain that his ancestors' feet did not stand at Mount Sinai. And you can also be certain that he has stumbled with a married woman. This is because such a person is attached to the impurity of the primordial snake, from which Cain was born, and Cain wanted to take away Abel's twin sister. An additional twin sister was born to Abel. When the Jewish people stood at Mount Sinai, their impurity was taken from them. This was the impurity of the primordial snake. While the nations which did not stand at Mount Sinai did not lose their impurity. This explains the use of the phrase, his ancestors' feet. This refers to actual feet, because such brazen people do not have feet, so to speak, since they are attached to the impurity of the snake. As it is written, on your belly you shall crawl. This was the curse of the primordial snake. Such a person is attached to the tree of death, and he descends to Gainam. For Adam, the first man, caused the blemish of Tefillin, which is the concept of the tree of life. As it is written, God is upon them, the Tefillin, they shall live. And Adam attached himself to the tree of death. Accordingly, he banished him from the Garden of Eden because the brazen-faced are destined to Gainam. When Adam repented, however, he made them garments of skin. These are the tefillin. 
corresponding to the shining of the skin of the face. Thus, through shame, which is the light of the tefillin, all a person's sins are forgiven, and he attaches himself to the tree of life. But a person who is not ashamed before the truth that he came, and before God-fearing righteous people, possesses the brazenness of the other side, and he descends to Ginnam. When he repents, however, and is ashamed of his sins, he is forgiven for them. He also banishes the spirit of foolishness from within himself and merits the light of the tefillin, which corresponds to the tree of life. The Burger and the Pauper Meanwhile, on the sea, there was a pirate. He had heard that such a beautiful woman existed and got the idea to take her prisoner. He himself could not do anything with her because he was a eunuch. However, he felt that if he could kidnap her, he could sell her to a king for a huge sum of money. He began to set a plan in motion. The pirate was a person who normally took risks. He would now take a gamble. If he was successful, he would win. And if not, what would he lose? Like all pirates, he was a gambler. The pirate went and bought a huge amount of merchandise. He also made golden birds, and they were made with such great skill that they actually appeared to be alive. He also made golden stalks upon which the birds stood. This itself was remarkable. Although the birds were quite large, they were able to stand on the stalks without the stalks breaking. He also made mechanisms so that the birds appeared to sing. One clicked its tongue, one chirped, and one sang. It was skillfully arranged that men would be in the room on the ship behind the birds, and they would manipulate invisible wires with great skill, so that the birds would appear to be singing on their own. Outpouring of the Soul, 48. Various Lessons The sun looked at the stone and realized that he would not be able to lift it. It was a huge, heavy boulder. He felt very bad because he would not be able to fulfill his father's request. The king then explained his true intention to his son. Did you really think that I wanted you to carry this huge boulder? Even with all your wisdom, you cannot do it. My intention is that you take a hammer and break the boulder into small pieces. You will then be able to bring the entire boulder up to the attic. The Rebbe explained that God wants us to lift our hearts with our hands to God in heaven. But our hearts may be like huge, heavy stones, which we cannot possibly lift, no matter what we do. What we must do is take a hammer of words and break and crumble our hearts of stone. Then we can lift them up to God. Understand this. Once the Rebbe was speaking about how much one must engage in reciting psalms, prayers and supplications, as well as meditating, Rabbi Yudel asked him, How does one get a heart? He was asking, How can one be worthy that his words should be with a true awakening of the heart? The Rebbe replied, Do you think that you can attain a true awakening of the heart from any tzaddik? The main thing is what you say with your mouth. You must recite many prayers and supplications with your mouth. An awareness of the heart will then come automatically. Letter number 96 With the help of God, my dear beloved son. I have no words to write to you right now, and my mind is extremely hazy. 
Nonetheless, I have fulfilled your wish at least by sending you a letter of greeting. Having done this, though, what more can I tell you, my son? From what you have said, you will soon be here anyway, God willing. And we will speak to each other face to face whatever words God will send us. May God illuminate your eyes each day according to the day and the hour so that you may find true advice on how to arouse and fortify yourself boldly. The main thing is constantly to bring yourself to joy over the magnificent salvation and wonders of God, that we have been worthy not to be opponents of such holy books as the Rebbe's, whose value is beyond estimation. Study them over and over again. Grow old and gray with them. Grab every day some study of the Shulchan Aruch and of the Rebbe's holy books. Then some psalms, prayers, and a little conversation between you and our Creator. Do not let yourself start regarding everything that I have told you so often about this as nothing more than old platitudes. See them as new every day. The truth is that for everyone who has a Jewish heart and who looks to the truth, they really are constantly new, since every single day the worlds are recreated. We can see a little of this from our own experience and from the fact that all kinds of new and amazing phenomena come into being every day. It is all connected to the idea of the head of the household and how to bring His Holiness, the truth, into the world. As we say, who every day in His goodness constantly renews the work of creation. Creation, Bereshit, contains the same letters as head of the household, Rojbait, and, as is known, they are one in the same concept. Tikkunizor 18, Likute Moiran 267. Every day God in His goodness renews the river, which emanates from Eden, which is the basic foundation which derives from the head of the household. Understand these things well, because it is impossible to explain them in such a context. I have already spoken along these lines a little bit, as you will hear from Reb Nachman. May God illuminate our eyes with the truth of the Rebbe's holy teachings, and may we be able to follow every day the practices and advice that he taught, until God looks down from heaven and sees us, and in his love and compassion brings us near to him to truly serve him all our days, forever. The words of your Father, waiting for your true salvation. Nothing of us live. Letter 326 May God send a full recovery to your wife, may she live, and may he guard her from doctors. Then it will be well with her, and she will have a complete recovery from heaven. Extend greetings to all our comrades, and especially to my friend Rabiakov. May his light shine. Tell him that in place of thanksgiving offering for his brother's salvation, he ought to come here. May God save him and redeem him from his spiritual troubles and straits. Anyone who genuinely pays attention to his ultimate purpose will realize that this is a full redemption, which far surpasses the one that his brother had. For real compassion is to instill true understanding in one's soul.
to know well in one's heart every day that the Lord is God. In fulfillment of the verse, know today and place it upon your heart that the Lord is God. Until he merits through this understanding to overcome all of his sins and blemishes, they are the real burden in exile, God save us. Fortunate is he who illuminates this knowledge within his weak, impoverished soul, supports it and sustains it with the cures that he already knows, and travels with his infirm soul to the true healers and doctors who know how to cure it. They practice their craft in truth and are truly expert in it, applying an awesome and extremely deep understanding, according to the season, the time, and so on. May God sustain him and all of us until we are all worthy of truly being as he wishes us to be. Amen, Kenyatsam. Nasan the same. Extend greetings to my learned and distinguished friend, the holy fruit, Reb Nachman. May his light shine, grandson of our master, teacher, and Rebbe of sainted memory. Read this letter of mine with him and tell him that these words were meant for him too. There was no need to write them twice. Encourage him to be here at least this coming Hanukkah. In addition to this, I will send him words of truth orally through Rab Nachman, God willing. Letter 327 With thanks to God, Wednesday, Toldot, 5601 Warm greetings to my honored, dear, and beloved son, the learned Rabbi Yitzchak. May he live along with all his children. May they live. I received your letter today, and I was pleased. I was particularly pleased to hear that you are applying yourself to the Rebbe's holy books. This is my reward for all my labor, that I have merited to be fulfilling a little of tell them to your children and your children's children. Would that I might fulfill this completely in accordance with the Rebbe's good advice. Fortify yourself determinedly, my son, to add Torah, prayer, and good deeds every day. Joy in God should be your stronghold. Gird yourself to be happy any way you can, because this is the most important thing of all. I received the note and I was pleased that at least some of the words have begun to reach me from there. At the moment, it is impossible to send any more letters there, and we will just have to wait a few more days. Perhaps some good news will arrive from there. Then I will consider how to proceed, and all will be in accordance with God's plan. I know already that in all matters, great or small, whether concerning body, soul, or money, we have no one to lean on but our Father in heaven, especially in a matter such as this with all that is involved. The Master of Salvation, whose thoughts extend from the generation to generation, has started this matter, and he will finish it for the best. We do not know what to do, but our eyes look to you. The words of your Father, waiting for salvation. Nassim of Breslov. Shemot HaTzadikim Hanania ben Chizkiah ben Garon Rabbi Hanania ben Teradion Me'asara haruge malchut Rabbi Hanania ben Chachinai Hanania ish ono Rabbi Hanania ben Akashia 
רבי חנניה בן עקביה. חנניה בן אחי, רבי יהושע. רבי חנניה ברדה רבי אבאו. רבי חנניה ברדה רבי איבי. חנניה בן יהודה. חנניה ברדה רבי יאסי. רבי חנניה בן חלניסי. רבי חנניה בן עכברי. רב חנניה דבית חברון. רב חנילאי בן אידי. רב חנילאי מחוז נאה. חנמל המצרי. רבי חנמל. רבי חנמל בר פפא. רב חסה. רב חיסדה הכהן. רב חיסדה בר יוסף. רב חיסדה בר אשי. רב חיסדה בר אב דימי. נעים זבתנאים מן המוראים. ט. תעבוד רישבה. תאבי או תאבי. תאבי בר ברדה מרי תאבי. רב תאבות. תאבי עבד רבן גמליאל. רב תאביומי. רב תאבלה. בר תאברי. רב טובי בר קיסנה. רבי טובי בר קיסנה. רב טובי בר רב נחמיה. רב טובי בר מתנה. רב טובי בר יצחק. רב טובי ברב קטינה. רב תיטאי, רבי טולי, רבי טפי סמוקה, רבי טריה, רבי טרפון הכהן. At that time, everyone will recognize the greatness of the tzaddikim, and the worthy people, and all those who are associated with them. their loveliness, radiance, splendor, and precious beauty. Fortunate are they, and fortunate is their portion. How vast is the goodness that you have hidden away for them. God, no eye has seen, besides yours, what you do for those who await him. The essence of the great beauty of the children of Israel, that is to say the tzaddikim and worthy people, will be visible on that day of great judgment. You will return and distinguish between the righteous and the wicked, between the one who serves God and the one who does not serve Him. Then the essence of truth will be revealed, and everyone will be judged by the trait of truth, which cannot tolerate the wicked enemies and persecutors of your nation, the Jewish people, who worship you and are wholly yours. Then all people will return to serve you, and all human beings will call out in your name. As the verse states, I will give the nations a clear speech, so that all of them will call in the name of Hashem, and serve Him with one accord. Attaining Truth Compassionate God, help me to attain even now the trait of truth, in accordance with your desire. May truth be revealed so that the wicked will experience defeat in this world, just as in the future times. May everyone return to serve you, calling out your name in truth, and drawing down the perfection of speech from the world to come to this world. Holy Speech and Deeds God, help me fashion holy vowels for holy speech. May I bring words forth from the narrowness of my throat until, with the holiness of perfected speech, I will bring into actuality all divine service and acts of worship. You know the many obstacles that stand in the way of all of the holy deeds that I must perform. 
There is no holy act that does not have many obstacles to overcome. In particular, when it comes to drawing close to the true tzaddikim, and most important, to the point of truth within them, something so great that my entire Jewishness depends on. To prevent my reaching that point of truth, these obstacles gain in strength and multiply without number, forming a powerful barrier. But you have taught us that there are no obstacles, because the purpose of every obstacle is to whet our appetite and increase our longing and desire to do your will. And so, the greater the obstacle, the more we have to strengthen ourselves and increase our holy desire until the obstacles are all scattered and we can attain the holy object of our longing. Hashem, my God, you who desire my good, I have come to ask you to help me actualize this holy desire. May I yearn and long for you and serve you in the most powerful way. May my yearning grow ever stronger every day until it overcomes all the obstacles standing before me. In this way, may I fashion holy vowels for the letters and thus perfect holy speech until I bring forth into actuality all holy deeds that I must perform in this world in accordance with your good and holy desire. Breaking all the barriers. God, may I desire you so powerfully that I will never content myself with failure in the face of overwhelming obstacles, even though you consider such an attempt as though one had succeeded. Hashem, may I never content myself with this. May I never accept the difficulty of my circumstances as an excuse. Instead, may I possess an overwhelming drive to bring into actuality all holy matters. God, be with me every time I am inspired to do something of a holy nature, whether great or small. Help me always to experience a yearning that does not diminish. May I strengthen myself so much that my soul is ready to expire. May my yearning increase so that it can meet and overcome obstacles, and I can break down all the barriers that stand in the way of my performing holy deeds and actualizing all my desires to serve you. In every way that I wish to serve you, Hashem, may I act with the passion of my whole heart until I succeed to do everything that is in accordance with your desire.